0: Welcome to the Love Holistic Living Podcast, your roadmap to heal and align mind, body, and soul and become intuitive through food, pleasure, and spirituality with your host and Italian friend, Sara Garofalo. Ciao, friends. Today, we're going to be talking about eating habits, Italians versus Americans, and you are going to love this episode as well as my passion about this topic because as you know, I was born and raised in Italy and then I've been in the States for the past eight years and I can tell you that I've had so many ups and downs and we are going to share some stories today. All right, let's begin. As I just shared with you, I lived a life around the table, whether it was the kitchen table, the dining table with family, friends, relatives. And as you know, in Italy, the family stays together. So I grew up in the same village, you know, and all my family, like the uncles and aunts and grandparents are all there. And they've been there for generations. So it feels very tight the community is very strong and I can't tell you like how many memories I have if I look back it's kind of like a movie right so take the camera and shoot a video just around the kitchen table that's where everything happened whether it was the Sunday lunch everyday lunch dinners baptisms weddings whatever that was celebration birthday parties we were all sitting down around the table. I still have a picture now that I remember of my eighth birthday. So I turned eight and I still remember that like, I had like invited about, let's say, 12 to 14 friends from elementary school and we were all sitting down eating at the dining table. Obviously, it was... Wintertime, because my birthday is in December. So you can't go really outside and play. Like it was snowing and it was cold. So I just still remember, even at birthday parties with kids, like we're all sitting and eating. So that's what my memories, you know, that's the vision that all my memories are filled with this love and community around food. And I want to share this with you. I want to give you this gift today because one of the hardest things for me coming into, coming to the States was adapting to a completely different culture. Like it was a shock to my system. And believe me when I tell you that I'm really good with changes, adapt, I'm adaptable. So I traveled the world and I adapted to living with different like people because I was like couch surfing. I was volunteering. So I had to adapt to different situations, different families. I'm very adaptable. But when I came to live to the US, I was like, this is a shock to my system because people don't worship food the same way. People don't have the same passion. And also people look at food, like it's just fuel. It's not important. Like it's a grab and go. And even when I'm invited by friends, even like, whether it's a a dinner, whether it's a celebration, it's different. Like people don't sit around the table. People don't really take the time to, to talk with each other and sit for like a couple of hours even, which is, really different from my upbringing and another thing that I've noticed is when people are like come for dinner like they're like can you bring something and by all means I love to cook you all know that so not a big deal but that is also another difference because in Italy, when when you're invited by an Italian, you don't bring anything. Maybe you can bring like a bottle of wine, right? Like or some fresh flowers or some chocolates, you know, just, just to say like thank you. But you don't bring the meal because we treat you like the king and queen of that moment in time, right? So you're our guest and we cook everything for you. And when I say we cook everything, it's like first dish, second course meal, (laughs) fruit, dessert, and all of that. Now here, that was kind of like a shock. I was like, okay, not a big deal with like this potluck style gathering. It's just different. And another thing that I laugh now is when people invited me and there was just a salad for dinner. And I was like, what is this? They're like, we're having dinner. And I was like, I had to go home and eat a second dinner. Because if you invite me to dinner, that that's my meal. But a salad is not going to fulfill me. So I, <laughs> I went home and had like a different dinner. Not a big deal, but it was just different. I, I was trying to understand from a different perspective, right? Like, how are you eating a salad? Like, I'm hungry, right? Another thing that happened to me that it's uh, pretty funny, and this is all the fun stories, is when I was, you know, with friends and we made this curry. So we all made this meal together, which was sounded like a crazy recipe that took hours to cook. And we ate it, we were all happy. And then literally 30 minutes later, people were like, let's order pizza. I'm still hungry. And that is something that doesn't happen in Italy. Like this free flow of eating whenever you want, which I actually personally don't think it's that good for you because it's throwing your metabolism out of whack. And um, yeah, and people were like, what was so interesting was that they had the healthy meal and then it was like i'm giving myself the permission to done stuff my face with this american pizza i don't believe pizza is junk food if you buy and go to the real italian place to make the authentic pizza but it was just bizarre to me i was like oh okay i'm guess i'm learning something new or another story and then I'm going to go into the differences, is um, that one time, or many times, I would say, that people would grab their plate and go and eat on the floor. And I'm not saying potluck style in a park. That's totally fine. But when you're invited to a home, the act of having... A meal, and then grabbing it, and not sitting with people, but just going and sitting like on the couch, on the floor, like you know, on another part of the living room. For me, that was another shock. That, um, it's just not part of my culture, right? Like it's, and it, it felt totally different, and it didn't feel good. I was like. I'm not judging here, and I'm so glad that these people think that this is gathering. But to me, I want to live my life according to the Italian way, which is gathering around the table. I really, really cherish that in my heart. So different funny stories and memories of what I've seen throughout the years but let's get right into the main differences between Italians and Americans and how can those help you to understand how to regulate your metabolism, because that's the the thread of the season one is weight and metabolism and a healthy body. So the first thing that I've noticed is meals versus snacking. I think I've just mentioned it through the stories, but Italians cherish their meal times. So it's kind of like ingrained in our mindset that there are specific time of the day where you and when you eat. And that is really good for the metabolism to have that rhythm of three meals a day. It kind of sets the tone. It brings the body into safety because the body knows that at that time you're going to have something to eat. So it can relax and it can actually lose weight faster. Just side note here. And we don't eat outside of those meal times. Like we don't wake up one day and be like, I'm having lunch at 4 p.m. It's one thing if you're in Spain and that is 4 p.m., it's lunchtime and 12 a.m., it's dinner time. I'm talking about Itali- Italians here. We get up and have a very small, breakfast like light for us is considered like cappuccino and and croissant hey exciting news do you want to go to italy with me on a culinary and spiritual journey do you want to experience italy through the eyes of an italian Join me for an intimate luxury women's retreat in June 2024 with good food, good company, meditation, healing, soul-provoking conversations to help you rest, rejuvenate, and awaken your soul. This event will be shared with seven other women in one of the most beautiful local towns in Northern Italy. Spots are limited, and if interested, visit loveholisticliving.com italy retreat. Again, loveholisticliving.com slash Italy dash retreat. So excited. And or like bread with gem and a cappuccino or just espresso, some tea and like dry cookies, not American cookies, guys. They're full of sugar. These I don't think you've ever tried them, but they're very um low in calories and in sugar. And um, that's usually what we have as well. It's very light or yogurt and granola. Then we go into lunchtime and we have pasta, risotto, lasagna, something with carbs, because remember that lunchtime is the biggest and main meal of the day. That's when your metabolism is at its peak, goes actually with the sun. The sun, it's the highest point of the sun is the 12 PM mark. So that's your metabolism. It goes the same way, same route. And then we have a lighter dinner. Now it is different in summertime. And I know you guys have seen a lot of Italians eating pizza at night. That's a talk for a different time because in summertime, then we change a little bit of the routine due to the hot weather. But in America, it's all about snacking. And I've noticed this through my kids' school routine, that snacking is kind of taught since a very young age. Like, oh, let's have lunch. And it's 11 a.m. And I'm like, yeah, but it's like a snack. And there's another snack. And the lunch bag that they give i i look at it and then i realize that it's not sustainable it's not enough for a kid and just to give you a perspective in italy kids and myself included in elementary school we have the bell ringing at 12 p.m and then we are all taken to like the canteen or the gym you know sometimes people The schools use the gym to set up tables, and then we sit at a table with our teachers and our classmates, and we're served hot, warm meals like a restaurant style. And it takes about an hour, and then we have another half an hour to play before we go back to the classroom. So we are teaching kids at a very young age to nourish themselves, to sit down, to take the time and to take that time to digest the food, which is not taught in America. And that's not your fault. All I'm here to say, it's not your fault. It's a society here that doesn't really give anybody the time to digest. 30 minutes break, 20 minutes break to have lunch. That's not enough. You're still in fight or flight mode. You at least need 20 minutes to regulate And bring down the nervous system from maybe like the tasks that you've done. Let's just say that you were in meetings all day and they were heavy meetings. Really, you know, all I'm trying to say is think about what you can do at your best. What can you do to take the time to bring the nervous system to a state of not fight or flight and that will regulate the metabolism and to have three meals a day. Think about that. Now, the second difference that I see is the Italian markets and grocery stores. So very big differences because, scratch that. The second difference that I see is the Italian markets and grocery stores versus the American ones. I can't tell you how frustrated I am that there is no one grocery store that has everything that I need. I go to four different grocery stores here in California to get the ingredients that I need because they're all missing something and or they don't have the high quality that I need or they are super crazy expensive. And I don't think that's really helpful for anybody, especially like busy working parents and family to have to not have a good grocery store that has everything. And I know people love Trader Joe's, but I can't find everything that I need at Trader Joe's. I go to a grocery outlet, but I also go to Whole Foods and my favorite is Sprouts. So do your best. But in Italy, we... Have everything and it's high quality and it is at a reasonable price. Again, not your fault, but do your best to go and find the high quality ingredients at your favorite local store that is also not costing you the whole paycheck because as a single parent, I know. How hard that is to keep healthy meals on the table on a budget. But I also don't compromise that for me and the kids because it's going to cost your health at some point. And if there is one thing that I've learned at a very young age is to not compromise my physical, emotional, and spiritual health with poor food choices. So do your best, guys. Third is Quality, which I kind of mentioned it in the second difference. High quality food is extremely important for the body to process. And it's sad to say that in America I pay almost eight dollars, if not more, for a mozzarella from Italy, like a good cheese. When in Italy I pay one euro. Um which is about two dollars. Like a little bit double, but um or even less, maybe. I don't know the conversion perfectly, but you get what I'm trying to say. And if there is one thing again that I don't compromise, is the high quality food. I try to buy organic as much as I can and or follow the dirty dozen because for example, there are foods that are sprayed with pesticides in America that are highly toxic like strawberries and grapes and uh, blueberries, you know, the berries. Um and I have a list um with me that I share in my Facebook group, but all I'm trying to say is do your best. Your body is going to pay at some point, so do what you can to limit the processed foods, to limit the high caloric drinks that are not even healthy drinks. And I keep myself very protected from all of the processed foods that's in America. I just don't like it. Like, I'm like, that doesn't even taste normal to me. And another thing that I see is that there is processed food everywhere, like gas stations, Home Depot, and... I don't think that's healthy either. If you're trying to heal your relationship with food and you go to Home Depot and you see Mars bars, which were my weaknesses, it's really, really difficult. So that's another thing that I personally don't appreciate about America, that the processed food is too available. But again, you can't change it. So the best way is for me to have snacks that I prepare or healthy snacks around me at all times that I like and enjoy and I like the taste and I know that they're healthy or I know that when I go to the post office, maybe there is that my favorite smoothie coffee shop or bar and then I get a smoothie, a healthy one. So I kind of research a lot. Now, moving forward, number four is the how you eat is as important as the what you eat. So how Italians eat is again, around the table, is again, by sitting down, say, buon appetito, and enjoying that meal fully with all the senses. Now, I'm not saying we're perfect, but I'm seeing all the times on a daily basis, people that eating the car, like their burrito, they're driving, maybe they're like running through appointments. And I'm not saying that I don't have those days, but it's limited to literally It could be once a month or less. That's not my normal habit. Again, it's not perfectionism. It's about finding a balanced lifestyle. And if you can limit the consumption of food on the go, and I know this is against your culture, like America is on the go. But if you can learn to appreciate and worship the time of meals with yourself, with your family then that's a gift itself because again, it's going to regulate your nervous system, which is going to regulate your metabolism. And one thing that is important, in the how is we eat with family and community, it builds a sense of relationship. And that is so good for your gut. Your gut is impacted by what you eat, but also by your feelings. And if you're eating in a stressful environment, I am sorry to tell you, you're not going to digest that food. So do, again, your best to maybe change to every dinner, you know, we're sitting down at the table, not in front of the TV, not on the go, you're not grabbing dinner and sitting by yourself, I'm sitting with you, or having a conversation, a healthy conversation, not a toxic conversation when you're eating, that's not good. And do do your best. I always sit with my kids, even at breakfast, if I'm not hungry, I sit with them so that they finish their meal and they have a full belly and they feel like someone is there with them, keeping them company. Now, moving forward is what do Italians eat? Number five, interesting topic because... It's going against everything that you're hearing here in America. So in America, you hear you have to have protein is that all meals and, and collagen and protein shakes and this and this and that. And I'm like, you don't hear that in Italy. We eat carbs. You all know that. I'm not saying you have to start eating carbs. I am just saying we have our cappuccino and croissant. We have our pasta, ravioli, gnocchi, risotto, with salads or, or side dishes of veggies, our espresso to close the meal. And at dinner time, we can have a frittata, we can have a salad, we can have a soup, we have paninis. Now, all I'm here to say is that we don't fear food as much as Americans do. We eat with pleasure. And when you eat with pleasure, when you allow yourself to fully give yourself that nourishment without depriving yourself with healthy superfood bar that tastes like crap, and I've tried them all, or some of them and I'm like, how can you even eat this? It feels like you're eating hay. Then it's not good for your soul. And the one thing that I've learned from Italians is being an apologetic, unapologetic about consuming, high quality treats, even if it's a gelato every day in summertime, even if it's a croissant every morning, they are unapologetic of having that pleasure in the morning. And they look at you like, why are you not having this? Why would you deprive yourself from this? And I know we all want to be healthy. But remember, healthy doesn't mean extreme. Healthy does not mean your plate is always green. That is a big one. Because you can eat kale every day. But if you're sad, and if you're bored, and if you're not enjoying that, then you're not going to digest it. So think about the concept of pleasure. And now let's move on to the next one. And last for today, which is eating seasonally following the season this is something that i've learned growing up that we have a rhythm to the year with winter time and like heavier your foods and stews and potatoes and panettone pandoro and lots of treats and then we go into more of a cleansing time in springtime and lots of chocolate during easter time Now, then summertime is watermelon time and melons and berries and gelatos and salads. And then we enter the season of autumn with a lot of pumpkin season, um, pumpkin ravioli, but also chestnuts. And again, then (laughs) it happens all over again. So what I love is that we don't eat chestnuts in summertime. And I think that's cultural miss over here because people eat whatever they want at whatever season they're in and that's not really helpful in giving you the rhythm the cadence of the year which is going to help you to enjoy food even more because if you have chestnuts or let me just say this watermelon all year round you're gonna get bored of it I get bored So I like the seasons and I know I live in California, which doesn't have a lot of seasons, but I do my best to have citrus fruits in wintertime, watermelon in summertime and smoothies in summertime and pumpkin season in autumn and asparagus and artichokes and all of that. Like I do follow the season as best as I so, I hope this was insightful and that gave you more of an understanding of what's not your fault and also what you can change and how to better the relationship with food and how to also help your nervous system and your metabolism in getting regulated. And thank you again for following and listening to the love holistic living podcast with your friend sarah (laughs) garoffo